Hello. Welcome to another episode of Silent Thoughts. I hope everybody is enjoying this podcast so far. I'm still kind of getting my sea legs in terms of recording. I feel like my mic's very far away. Is this a little better? Are we a little closer? But I'm still getting my sea legs when it comes to recording podcasts because I don't know what it is. I have an idea in my head and then once I hit record, all the things that I wanted to talk about just like leave my brain. And it's so frustrating because there's so many topics that I'm so interested in elaborating on, but I get stage fright. I'm just, I'm nervous. And there's just this roadblock where I can't remember words. It's frustrating but it also happens to me a lot when i'm on stream like i got a crazy raid yesterday and of course i was a little overwhelmed but after i kind of relaxed a little bit i was able to express myself and further explain who i was as a streamer and what i do on my stream but in the moment it felt like i was fighting to find words to explain who i was and to just express my gratitude that i was raided but since i was kind of mortified of how long it took me to get the words out i had to rewatch that portion of the stream after i ended and thankfully everything seemed to flow so i've noticed that same experience when recording the podcast i do take a lot of breaks because i found that when i edit i do take a lot of just gaps between sentences and words and such because i'm thinking but i'm able to edit that out when i'm live i can't really edit that out so thankfully everything flowed and i've just noticed that in the moment it seems like time moves a lot faster i guess and it's taking me so long to think of what i need to say but once i actually get it out it works. It's fine. And I've also found that when I am recording, I feel like I'm not making any sense. And I think I mentioned that. I may not have kept it in one of the episodes, but I feel like I'm not coherent with my thoughts because I lose track of the beginning of the sentence by the time I'm at the end of it. So when I'm actually listening through and editing the podcast, I'm just grateful that I'm able to at least touch on what I wanted to talk about. So before I get into today's topic, I am curious, did anybody get anything good? on the steam summer sale it ended today actually about an hour before i started recording this podcast and i was looking before it ended to see if there were any last minute games that i wanted to grab but i don't know i have a little bit of steam money left on my account that i feel like i should save for a bigger game rather than just getting a whole bunch of smaller games because as much as I love indie games, I feel like it would be a better investment to get a more, I don't want to say complete, but just a game that has a lot more content in it. So I got a whole bunch of games that were like that during the summer sale that had a lot of content to them that are open world story games. So they have a lot of areas to explore, a lot of quests to do. And those are the games that I mainly got. I went hog wild the first day of the summer sale. Let's see what I actually got. I'm gonna pull up my activity and I will rattle it off to everybody. But I wanna know because I'm the type of person that stalks, <laughs> that sounds so terrible, but I stalk the activity feed on Steam because you can see what, <gasps> somebody got bully? <gasps> I'm so proud, I'm so proud. I don't know who this is, but they got Bully Scholarship Edition. I'm gonna comment. I normally never comment. Bully is amazing. Enjoy. Okay, 
Um, I'm also gonna rate it up because I'm I'm so proud of them. I'm so proud. Such a good game. Okay, but I like to see what other people got during the the summer sale to see if there are any games that I should look into because my biggest fault when it comes to getting new games for myself is I'm just unaware of what's out there. And I've gone through the Steam Explorer browse so many times where it gives you like 10 games to rattle through. I've gone through it so many times where it doesn't even give me any recommendations anymore because it's like you've quite literally seen every game, hun. Like, I don't know what you want us to give you. I can't really do that. So whenever the summer sale comes out, everybody gets everything on their wish list. And I'm like, oh, what's on your wish list? That should be on my wish list. But I did also get quite a few games. So if I could ever find it. Okay, the games that I got on the summer sale. So I got Elder Scrolls Online because I've never played an MMO and I loved Skyrim. So I felt like I would like Elder Scrolls Online. I've played it a little bit. I'm, I'm not sure how much I'll be playing it. Maybe I'll try a different MMO. I don't know. For now, kind of indifferent towards it. I got Horizon Zero Dawn which is a game that we're gonna be playing eventually, probably on Twitch, since it is a bigger game. Witcher 3, which is a game that we have been playing on Twitch. So I stream every Mondays and Wednesdays on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash blinded by silence. And every Wednesday from now on until we beat the game or get sick of the game, we're gonna be playing Witcher 3. So it's gonna be Witcher Wednesday. And we've already played, we've, we've put maybe like 10 hours of gameplay into The Witcher so far. And I'm really enjoying it. I'm starting to kind of figure out what's going on in the game, who some of the characters are. There's still a big learning curve, but I'm really enjoying The Witcher. And this is a game that's been out for a little while that I personally never really looked into. I've heard about it. I've heard about The Witcher because there's a show and all that, but I never really looked into the game. It just didn't look like something that would interest me. And I'm kicking myself because I wish I would have looked into it sooner but we're doing it now. So if you wanna join us on our little Witcher adventure, be sure to tune into Twitch on Wednesdays. I also got Doom. I think that's this is the remastered first one, I believe, cause it's just Doom. It's not like Doom 1, Doom 2, Doom Eternal. It just says Doom. So I got Doom, which maybe we'll start playing on Twitch pretty soon cause I need to figure out something to do on Mondays now. Mondays are gonna be like our wild card. Maybe we'll do Doom. And I also got The Long Dark. So there are a lot of games in my library that I want to do for YouTube exclusives. So I just finished recording Firewatch before I started recording this podcast, which incredible game. If you haven't already seen our series, I started playing it in January of this year and I just finished it today. So there are gonna be a few episodes. Probably one of them's gonna be posted by the time this podcast goes up. If not, it'll be posted within the week. So definitely keep your eyes peeled for that. But I just finished that game today and whew, crazy game. So I wanna have a lot more YouTube exclusives over there as well, because especially the really story heavy games where I need to pay a lot of attention to them, I would much rather not have the distraction that I'm live and there's 50 other things ringing in my ears, you know? So the more story focused games, are gonna be on YouTube. So like The Witcher, for example, yes, it is really story heavy, but it's also a lot of exploration. There's Gwent in there, which is a card game if you're not familiar with The Witcher and all that that would take a lot of editing <laughs> to make into a coherent YouTube video. So I'm just streaming it. But that being said, if you are familiar with Witcher, then you are familiar with Gwent. And something that we were talking about on stream last night 
was I really like Gwent. Gwent is a fun card game. I love board games. I love card games. And somebody informed me that there is actually a Gwent game on Steam. It's free to play. So if you're familiar with The Witcher, even if you're not, and you tune into Witcher Wednesdays, where we're going to be doing now on after stream on Witcher Wednesdays, if you're not already in the Discord, you can go ahead and join our Discord. I believe it's linked in the description of this podcast. If not, it's linked on my other socials. But we are going to be having Gwent competitions with the community so after witcher wednesdays we will all hang out in the discord play gwent with each other i feel like it would be fun it would be a nice little bonding experience and a nice way to kind of calm down after witcher wednesdays so if you're interested join our discord but those are the games that i got on the steam summer sale some of the games that i was looking into getting towards the end of this sale that i decided not to get just yet i'll get them eventually but for now i'm holding off are alien isolation before your eyes which would be a youtube game outlast 2 because we still haven't beaten the first outlast and i believe that that's it the rest i'm kind of just waiting oh a, a few assassin's creeds that are sprinkled in here oh i was also thinking of getting titanfall 2 because i love apex and i know that it falls in the same titanfall realm so i thought about getting titanfall 2 as just like a little sprinkler in there more to give me more lore for apex wow i'm saying so many words that rhyme today i'm so sorry but <laughs> I felt that that would be cool. But those are the games that I held off on for now because I know that they probably will go on sale again at some point. And there's also a few other games that I'm interested in getting that aren't released yet. So I kind of want to wait and see if it would be a better investment to wait for those to come out instead of just getting a whole bunch of little smaller games. But we'll see because maybe something will change next week and I will change my mind. But I'm curious. Let me know what you got on the Steam Summer Sale because... I love looking into what other people got. I like hearing about games that you're excited to play because I keep using this as the example, but The Witcher 3, I never really knew about it. And then one of my friends was raving about it. So I took the time to look into it. So if there's a game that maybe you got on a past summer sale that you really liked or whatever it may be, let me know. Hey, are you in need of some new clothes? We all can use clothes from time to time. You know, summer's coming up and you wanna show off that cool rockin' summer bod? I get it, I understand. You're in luck. We have a new merch store. If you go to blindbysilence.com, you can go ahead and check out our new merch items. And since you're a podcast listener, use code PODCAST, that's P-O-D-C-A-S-T, for 10% off your entire order. So today I'm gonna be talking about content creation. Oh my goodness, shocker. But more so from the perspective of why I'm so interested in content creation. And I know that pretty much anybody you ask that does content creation will have a similar answer, but this is my take on it, I guess. So I've been attempting content creation honestly since like 2008. And I don't even know if there's a cap on, I don't even think that there is a cap on YouTube for age. I think you just need your parents to consent. But I remember when I would get home from elementary school, I had a friend of mine that was obsessed with One Direction. This was before I kind of got into One Direction, but she was obsessed with One Direction. And I would always hang out with her and I had this Toshiba laptop. This was the first thing that I ever played games on. But I would bring it over to her house 
and we would record YouTube videos of us just dancing in her bedroom, listening to One Direction. Was it a copywritten video? Oh, 100%. Was it edited? No. It was literally just like an hour long video recorded from a Toshiba laptop built in 2008's webcam of just these two girls dancing to One Direction and just living their best life. So I would post those on YouTube and they wouldn't gain any traction, but I was so just obsessed with the process of recording a video and uploading it because I wasn't familiar with editing yet. Just, just the filming part was really what sparked my interest into content creation. And I remember I also had this like old first generation iPad that my parents would use for work and I would take it when they weren't working and record myself watching YouTube videos or watching, I don't even remember what it was called. There was, there was something before Twitch that was like a live streaming thing. I think, I think you now, I think it was called you now where you would go live, but you were in like a queue. So you weren't live for the entire segment. It would rotate between all these people that were in this queue and everybody would kind of have their own few little minutes of fame. So I would record myself watching these people on you now. And then if they like said my name in chat or if they said something, I would like freak out and then post that reaction on YouTube. Once again, didn't really gain any traction or anything. And I remember when I was younger, the people that I watched were Alex Constancio and Austin Mahone. I watched them a lot on YouTube and Austin was trying to become a music artist. This was before he kind of got signed by a record label or whatever. I don't really know what happened, but I'm sure you're familiar with a few of his songs. But he was live on You Now, and I remember he noticed one of my comments and said my name. He said, like, hi, Brie, just something really small. And I freaked out, started crying, and posted that reaction on, on YouTube. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is so much fun. Like, I should record more often. So then, after doing that for a little bit and just recording these stupid little snippet videos, I decided that I wanted to try and do IRL sort of content creation because at this time I was obsessed with the IRL YouTubers that would do vlogs and do DIYs and stuff like that so I just really wanted to be that was I too young for it oh 100% but I was determined to try and make it big so I tried recording videos with some of my friends at the time I remember I did a friendship challenge I think it was called like where you ask a whole bunch of questions like how did you become friends da, 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 da. like what do you guys like to do for fun what's the best memory you have with each other the worst memory you have with each other stuff like that and I was re-watching these videos fairly recently to see you know what's going through them because they're private now obviously but just to see what's going on in these videos and the amount of bullying that is just permanently recorded and living on my YouTube channel is so frustrating to see. But at the time I was like, oh, this is great. Like, this is awesome content because I was trying to be genuine. And the person that I was recording with was just trying to be entertaining. So they were bullying the shit out of me, <laughs> which I guess like watching it back, it was kind of funny because I know that that's not how they are, but it was just also mortifying because I was like, why did I let this slide? Why did I hang out with this person? Why did they have such a terrible grudge on me? I did that for a little while. I was determined to do IRL content because I also played games on the side. This is when I kind of started getting into playing Minecraft, but I didn't really want to be a 
gaming YouTuber because that's not what I watched. I wasn't interested in that. I didn't think anybody would watch that because when I played Minecraft, I would just fly around. I wouldn't really do anything. I would just fly everywhere. So after being on YouTube for a little bit, I somehow stumbled into the channel of PewDiePie. Oh my goodness, surprise. One of the biggest gaming, one of the biggest channels on YouTube, but I stumbled into PewDiePie's content at some point and just kind of fell in love with gaming content creation. So that's what kind of sparked me making Minecraft videos. And then I started doing more of that for a little bit and it didn't really take off too far. I was looking back at those videos and they actually have a few hundred views. Like each of them have at least 400 views, which is a little scary, but it's also kind of cool. But I did that for a little bit. And then once I got to high school, I was just so embarrassed with the idea of doing content creation and being a YouTuber that I just kind of stopped, at least from a gaming side, I just stopped. I was still playing games, but I didn't want to do YouTube videos because I hated the sound of my voice. I thought I was so cringy. I just didn't like anything that was going on. So I stopped. But my freshman year of high school, I took a film class that taught me how to edit and it taught me all these other aspects of filming and editing and just all these things that I could utilize to make a successful YouTube account. And I got super excited. I remember I would always plan with this girl that would sit next to me. We would plan to go over each other's house and just like, oh, these are like 10 YouTube videos that we can all record tonight. Like, let's just knock them all out and we're gonna be big YouTubers because now we're a little bit older. Now we'll be respected a little bit more on YouTube. Like, it'll be great. And we never actually went through and, and filmed anything because the cameras that we were using, they were such high quality. We were like, okay, we could use, we could take these cameras home and work on our project for a little bit. And since we're the ones that have the SD cards, we could also use them and record just some extra content on the side. And then we'll edit it, put it on YouTube and we'll be famous. So we never actually did any, any of that because we were in band and we didn't have any lives. So we didn't have time to do anything like that. But I wonder what would have happened if we actually used those cameras and made these YouTube videos. But it did that for a little bit. And then between school and gaming, I met a whole bunch of other people that then introduced me to Twitch. And then I started streaming on Twitch and you know, the rest is history. But the thing that I wanted to talk about, because I keep giving timelines instead of actually talking about the topic, was why content creation interested me. So now that you kind of have the general idea that I've been doing this since 2008, you can see that it's been on and off because I have always kind of been told that this isn't reliable. And I know that it's a hobby for now, but it's always been a dream of mine to be a content creator, be a YouTuber, be a streamer, be an entertainer. And I remember even when I was young and people would ask me what I wanted to do with my life, I never really had an answer because I felt like what I wanted to do just wasn't around yet. I didn't want to be an astronaut. I mean, a teacher was interesting to me, but they unfortunately don't make that much money. I thought about doing something with music, but they also don't make enough money unless they're able to land a gig somewhere that's stable. You know, just everything that I wanted to do didn't interest me to the fullest, but content creation always kind of has. And I didn't realize that until I got a little bit older that this was something that I would love, I would love to do and be successful with. Especially from a YouTube standpoint. YouTube has always been my 
number one social platform that I've wanted to see growth on and that I've wanted to put effort into. It's just so time consuming. And I know that that's nobody's problem except for mine, but it's frustrating wanting to work on your hobby and not having the time or the energy to do so. And when you do try, you either aren't able to put forth the effort you want so the product doesn't come out good, or you try and you just give up. Like the last episode that I recorded, I think it was the last episode for the podcast, I had to step away for like two hours because I tried recording it, I was ready to go, and then once I hit record, it was like somebody punched me in the gut and I lost all of my energy and just couldn't think of what I needed to say. So I had to step away and come back later. And at that point, I already felt defeated. I felt like I had already kind of talked about everything that I at least wanted to talk about. Yeah, maybe not to the extreme that I wanted to touch on, but I had to cut out so much of that episode just because I wasn't happy with the final product. It's a dream of mine to be able to do this full time. And I know it is possible and I know it does take time, but I just wanted to be transparent and let you guys know where I'm at. That's why I am so open and honest about things, even though maybe you don't care, but it kills me to feel like I'm hiding something if I do need to take a break or if something is postponed a lot. Like with Firewatch, for example, I there were a few roadblocks with Firewatch, but the biggest thing was the computer. So I started recording Firewatch back in January of this year and I was recording it on the old computer and the computer just couldn't run the game. Like it was very laggy, it wasn't enjoyable. I was getting motion sick because the frames were so low. And once we got the new computer, I just kind of, I just kind of forgot about it for a little bit. So besides the computer, I, I just remember it not being an enjoyable game. Maybe it was because of the way it was running, or maybe I just was tired the days I recorded. I just couldn't get into it. But even just today, I don't know how far we were into it originally, but I recorded like two hours and 20 minutes worth of gameplay today because my plan was to only record an hour, but I got so roped in in just the story and the game and everything that was going on that it was an enjoyable experience. And I do feel bad because there have been a few people that have messaged me specifically asking about the Firewatch series saying, hey, you know, I'm, I'm interested in this game. Like I'm waiting for you to post more content on it, but hope hope you're doing good. Like I'm looking forward, I'm looking forward to the next episode and it kills me because I just didn't want to play the game. And now it's done. And now I want to replay the game. <laughs> I'm just sitting here looking at Steam because if I look at anything else when I'm recording this podcast, I just get distracted. But this game was really good. And it's sad to think that just because of one day that I was tired or I was upset from something that happened at work kind of changed the way that I viewed this game and changed the way that I viewed YouTube in general, because I keep saying it, and I know I'm being a negative Nancy, but editing is a pain in the ass. Anybody who's ever edited a YouTube video or edited anything, you know how time consuming it is and how meticulous editing can be, especially if you're trying to get the product to look a certain way and then you just can't. So it took me a while to just get over that hump 
of editing. And I know that now I'm gonna have to edit this whole two hour and 20 minute recording into six or seven episodes, but it'll be worth it in the end because I truly enjoyed this masterpiece of a game and I'm gonna be excited to watch through all of it again and, and to see my actual reactions because there were so many moments in this game that just gave me chills. I almost started crying at one point. Like this game was incredible and I'm super excited to show, to show you what I experienced. I'm sure most of you have already seen it because the game's been out for years. When did this game come out? 2016. So this game's been out for years and I'm sure you've already seen it, but maybe it'll be different if you experience it with me. I don't know, I don't know. Check it out on YouTube, it'll be out soon. I, I thoroughly enjoy content creation. I've always wanted to be the person that, maybe not as the class clown, but I've always wanted to be the person that people feel comfortable coming to to be lifted up if you have a bad day you know that you can tune into my twitch stream and i'll be there and i'll at least put a smile on your face that a youtube video that you really enjoyed and you're looking forward to the next episode you know that the next episode's going to be uploaded listening to an old podcast recording where i'm just making a fool of myself in a memory just i've always wanted to be that outlet for people and it's exciting to see it come to fruition, I guess. We surpassed 2,000 followers on Twitch last night. And it was more of like a surreal moment for me because I don't consider hitting a follower amount until we've surpassed it by like 15 people because then I know that Every once in a while, you're gonna get people that unfollow, which is completely fine. I, I know what happens. I've unfollowed quite a few people. But just to give that little buffer of people unfollowing, we are now at two, 2020-something, so almost the year. But we're at 2020 followers, so we've surpassed 2,000. And it's crazy just to think that two over 2,000 people have seen my content and have liked it enough to take the time to follow me. Whether they return or not is a different story, but the fact that over 2,000 people have at least seen my content is crazy to me. Even with my TikTok videos, like I, I have a video that has over a million views. That's crazy that over a million people have seen my face. And what's even crazier is just the people that stick around and the people that are always in stream. I look, I look forward to seeing you. I do. I look forward to hearing about how your week was and how you've been since the last time we spoke. And I do remember most people that stop by, especially if it's been a while. And then you stop by, I get so excited because it shows me that no matter what, no matter how much time has passed, you still know that I will be there and you just check in. I don't know. It makes me so happy just to see time pass and to see people and revisit memories that we made. And that's why I do it, for the memories and just to be that outlet for people. So I guess this is just a really mushy way of saying thank you for 2,000 followers on Twitch. I don't know. <laughs> I say I don't know a lot, but I, I do know. I do know what I'm trying to say. Thank you for 2,000 followers on Twitch. And thank you for every ounce of support you've ever shown. Whether it's 
the follow that you gave or just lurking in the chat or even if you've shown some sort of monetary support like just just thank you for supporting me because i know it sounds silly and it sounds mushy but sometimes content creators not even me just anybody in general that does content creation sometimes we just need that little reminder that what we're doing is being noticed and is being recognized preferably in good standards <laughs> but you, you get what i'm trying to say just thank you i love you guys all right i'm gonna stop being all mushy gushy and i'm gonna go make some mac and cheese because i deserve it and i just recorded like two and a half hours of firewatch and now i just recorded like another half an hour here I've, I've recorded a lot of content today and i'm gonna go take off my makeup i'm gonna go make some mac and cheese and I'm going to go play some Bully Scholarship Edition because I'm almost done with the game and I want to beat it. But thank you guys so much for listening. If you're not already following the podcast, please make sure that you do. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And I think that the RSS website that I use just kind of sends out things to other other avenues. So if I'm on another avenue and you want to follow the podcast, please do. Also leave a review if you can. I think that some of them allow you to leave a review. That would be awesome. And also be sure to check out all my socials that are linked in the description. They're all there, I promise. They're all there. I'm not gonna rattle them off to you because I'm not gonna be annoying, but they're all there. I stream on Twitch on Mondays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so be sure to check that out as well. And oh, last but not least, check out our merch site, blindedbysilence.com. Use code podcast for 10% off your entire order. The merch is super high quality and super nice, and I'm obsessed with it. I hope you all have an amazing weekend, an amazing week, and I will see you on Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard.